0: Second time is a uh, key to perfection. Sure.
1: Casting hour is on the air, you motherfuckers. My name is Darian. and I'm back with another week of horror bullshit. I'm not alone this week, bitches. Jason Harrell's in the house. I have returned. He made it back, everybody. He survived. I actually
0: woke up from a nap and managed to crawl my way in there. He
1: did. Normally, I start getting the excuses around noonish about (laughs) how tired he is. Oh,
0: I'm just so tired. If I can crawl my way through nine more days.
1: Nine days? I'm
0: in in the single digits.
1: Nine days? So eight to wake up?
0: Or oh, it's no. It's actually nine, nine
1: full days. Yes, God damn it. Trust Whoa. me, I
0: try every mind game I can you to make what? it sound shorter. Than sure, we have. you know it's a nine. It's nine full days. Uh, of course, I'll leave as early as I can. Uh, well, right. during yeah, that time, of course,
1: and do as little as possible well, while I, you're there.
0: I would be, be in the negative for effort <laughs> at this point.
1: <laughs> it's a good thing you don't retire on effort. <laughs> you retire. On yeah, I would
0: be there for oh, a would, thousand lifetimes. Yes,
1: I would be there. I would still be doing time served.
0: Someone is celebrating a birthday today.
1: Forty-five years young.
0: I remember forty-five
1: back when I was a kid. It's my birthday, inmates. Uh, whatever, dude. I don't. I don't really care. Thank you, everybody. Thank you, guys on Facebook that reached out to me. And I know a couple of you guys texted me. Thank you very much for the uh, birthday wishes. I'm forty-five. Feels just like forty-four. Yep. So I'm not too excited about. It. I'm not a big birthday guy, Jason. I don't yeah, care. Me either. You know, I just don't care. Yeah. Uh, I I got to take a nap when I got home from work.
0: You did. You did more than I would do. I I never. The only thing I would ever do for myself on my birthday is just not go to work.
1: So uh, I came home early. Well, which that's a great, a
0: good start. And
1: I'm I would be perfectly fine just forgetting the whole ordeal. But mm. my wife likes to make a big deal out of it. So she got me an Apple Watch, in uh, a wallet. And uh, I was promised some sexual uh, favors later on. Well, if
0: she didn't promise you were just going to take it anyway. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's true. <laughs> at least she
1: gave me a heads up. Like a fairway. Hey, it's at going least down. she didn't
0: have to break out the sedatives this time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> She's very aggressive. You know, it's frightening at times. So
0: she got you a wallet, huh? She did. I don't... I'm way too picky about my wallet really? to let somebody really? pick that out. Yeah.
1: So, uh, I'm not uh, at all. Yeah. But I will tell you that all the bullshit adds up. And because I'm like a, a basic pack rat, mm-hmm. I refuse to throw anything away. So, I've got uh, frequent uh, shopper cards from sandwich shops that closed decades ago. <laughs> yeah. I'm not letting go of those fucking things because they could reopen at any time, just. Yeah, it's
0: good to have that nickel off a gallon oh, of gas totally. at yeah. some abandoned gas Absolutely. <laughs>
1: But uh, she got me a wallet. Man, the other one was too fat, and it was uh, becoming a real pain in the keister. Yeah. You know, so she got me, like, this cool...
0: Flaring up the sciatica.
1: Yeah, and uh, it's like a weird tactical wallet. It's got, like, a band and a strip, and it's yeah. got a metal backing, so I can throw it like a ninja star if mm-hmm. I have to. I like it. So, look out for that. Att- <laughs> Darian's attacking people with his wallet.
0: <laughs> well, with all those coupons inside of it, it'll probably have some good heft. Oh,
1: yeah, it's got some heft to it. Yeah, nice. And it's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause me some health issues in life. <laughs> That's what I got, man. I got a, uh, I got an Apple Watch in a while. I'm pretty happy. I'm excited about that. Yeah, no, I splurged definitely. on some horror movies, but uh, nice. I started doing that like two months ago.
0: You, I think you did that a couple of decades ago. I did,
1: and I finally put the stack away. Now I need to build more shelves because I'm out <laughs> of room. Fuck! All right, enough about me. Let's get into the regular horror show here, Jason. Let's roll. Uh, we got horror news. We got listener mail. We got all the fun stuff that comes with the padded room. Let's kick things off with a little horror news, my friend.
2: <laughs> Horror
3: news.
0: What you got, hot dog? Three juicy nuggets. Okay, I like nuggets. Today, Subspecies 5 Blood Rise is released. I'm sure you're excited.
2: Oh, my fledgling. Oh, somebody mm. get me a drool pen. My latex thing has been
0: so much. <laughs> it's terrible I love it uh in better news uh, deadstream releases today
1: oh physical yes very nice where do you find it
0: uh you can order it from Amazon or
1: okay On top Best of that.
0: Buy or something sure uh, but in best news best news deadstream steelbook edition released yes. to Walmart exclusively today okay. So I've oh, got, got mine ordered.
1: I've got a guilty confession to make. All right. You're going to punch me in the face. More than it's like fine. That. I probably deserve it.
0: You bought a bootleg of it ye- months ago, didn't you?
1: No. Oh. This is worse. Okay. This is worse. <laughs> I bought, I've ordered the steel book of Skinnamarink. Did you really? I did. Wow. Because I need answers, Jason. I need some answers on this. <laughs>
0: this was my justification for the Bird Dimmick movie. Okay,
1: but the Bird movie is. There- I've
0: still got a black eye from your response. <laughs> Birdemic is an actual movie. Marink,
1: <laughs> not so much. But I want to. I want to know. I want to know what the fuck I'm looking at. Okay. And I'm hoping there's some sp- special features or something in there that explains something that makes this make sense to me.
0: I hope the director's commentary consists of one sentence, and that is,
1: eh.
0: I just set it to record some static, and people went nuts.
1: <laughs> we dropped the camera 14 times. <laughs> this was not supposed to be in the movie. I'm. I. I, I gotta know, man. I. I,
0: know. I like the the. Steelbook itself, yes. Just hate the movie.
1: I get that. So. I'm gonna. I got the Steelbook. It's on its way. Nice.
0: Um, it's very cheap.
1: Yeah. No. It's, yeah. No. I'm what not was worried like about that. Fifteen bucks. Or something, something like that. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll report. I'm, I got to sit through it again, though. Is the problem? I don't want to sit through it again.
0: I think you should. You, I'm gonna do you, it. I'm gonna do you it. Watch it with a commentary track, and I I have had this concept in mind for quite some time. Okay. Patreon exclusive. Okay. The extras extra. Okay. And it's basically just segments of us or you or me just going into the extras so other people don't have to. Sure. Commentary tracks, things like that. Okay. um, For these movies. Sure,
1: a deep dive. Yeah. we got to do do our homework.
0: Well, it could basically be regurgitating the commentary track (laughs) in truncated form.
1: I'm into that, but do we want to put that kind of effort into Skinnamarink?
0: Well, you're the one that ordered it.
1: Because I, I want to know.
0: Well, there you go. I, I want to so know. So you're obviously going to find out in I'm about gonna, a year and a half. Yes. And then and then at that point, you hit the record button, and okay. uh, you give the five-minute synopsis. Because <laughs> really, I'm expecting that's nothing. That's
1: all there is. Really, that's all there is to it. Right on, man. I'm excited for that. I'm going to get on that uh, Deadstream pre-order. Nice. I'm very excited for that. I've got some exciting news here. Uh, Netflix has entered talks with Guillermo del Toro on rebooting the Dark Universe. Okay. Uh, He has a Frankenstein reimagining or whatever coming out uh, later on this year, and they would like to make it into an expansive situation with the various other Universal Monsters. Um, I'm not mad at it.
0: I think it would be visually great.
1: I'm not a huge uh, Guillermo del Toro I just
0: think it would go off into like fantasy land.
1: Into some kind of fairy tale.
0: It would become some kind of love story. Yes. Frankenstein's a tragic creature.
1: And then somebody's going to fuck a fish guy. (laughs) Which is where that's all. Dibs. I can't get past that. When you say Guillermo del Toro, I go right to the chick that fucked the fish guy. I'm sorry. (laughs) Um, either way, I'll check it out. Uh, we've had various attempts at this. I think the best, silly as it was, is probably Dracula Untold. Um, I'm not going to bring up the mummy because I'm just going to get uh, yes, you will involved in a flame war. But there is that also. Uh, what else we got here? Dark Knight of the Scarecrow soundtrack is releasing to vinyl. Hmm. Jason, are you a vinyl guy? Nah. That's why we're friends.
0: Um, I'm, I like the, the, the album art, right? That's but, but about then it. I throw it in a frame, put it on the wall and I'm good to go.
1: Okay. That, that, i I think there is, I don't understand it, man, to be honest with you. Uh,
0: I don't listen to much music though in okay. general,
1: uh, but, but well, I got into this like five, six years ago, I got into this big discussion with Cake Wolf over vinyl versus, uh, MP3s. And he's like, it connects you to the music cause you got to pick up the needle and find your favorite song and.
0: But well why? I I do you know, I do appreciate that aspect of uh, physical media in general. Sure. I mean having to walk down the hallway, pull out the fucking Blu-ray. Sure. Take it take it take my lard ass back to the living room, <laughs> take it out of the case. You know, there's there is that kind sure. of intimacy.
1: Okay. I'm with that. So I get where
0: he's coming from. I'm
1: with that, but what I don't understand is like I I think at this point it's more of an aesthetic thing. Mm-hmm. People like having shelves full of whatever, myself included. Clearly sure. looking around this room, both
0: of us, yeah.
1: But what I don't, what I'm, my question is sound quality. You can't, you can't beat like an MP3 because it's crystal clear and it comes in stereo and all that. Why would you regress to a record player?
0: I am not audiophile okay. enough. All right, to, yeah, to, no, I know, I don't, to, I don't. Because there's definitely people that you know talk about the. The quality and the purity of that analog that comes off of a record. Sure. uh, Versus the digital kind of version. Okay. But at the same time, you get people that argue for that crystal clear clarity of uh, CDs.
1: Yeah. Hey, I'm really bummed that I don't get 14 seconds of static before my favorite song. (laughs) Well, what the... All right, whatever. Uh, Moving right along, speaking of those people, uh, The Walking Dead, Daryl Dixon will debut uh, this September on AMC. So there's that for you. Is there anybody still paying attention,
0: dude? I saw the like teaser for that Maggie and Negan yeah, show. Yeah. I, I was so angry by the end. I'm like, why? why? Stop it! Just make it stop.
1: It <laughs> <laughs> can't, dude. It's it's like its own. It's own economy at this point, it's right? so crazy. They have Walking Dead bucks, and they spend them on Walking Dead burgers and things. Oh, speaking
0: of which, you need to flip your Daryl Dixon page <laughs> there on the calendar. I do.
1: Shit! My dad, my I need to go to Daryl Dixon July. I'm still in Daryl <laughs> Dixon June. Fuck! Uh, that was a gift from my mom, by I the know. way. And if I do not have it prominently displayed, she's going to kick my ass. Uh, speaking of which, I don't know how I feel about this one. Return of the Living Dead reboot in the works.
0: Saw a headline for that, uh, and but underneath it had a picture of Jennifer Lawrence, I thought. So,
1: yeah, um, she. they are in contract negotiations to try to get her to be a part of it. I don't know if she's going to – I seriously doubt. It's an independent studio that's putting this out, so I don't think she's going to be – they can't afford her. Right. Uh, but she – if they, they might be able to afford 14 seconds of her or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know how you recapture that, is my problem. I don't either. Um, the, the, the spirit, in my opinion, of Return of the Living Dead is capturing that punk rock moment in history mm-hmm. and trans transferring it into a zombie horror comedy, which worked beautifully, um...
0: Now you'd have to drop a bunch of emo kids That's in there. That's what I'm saying. They'd
1: all be on their phones. They wouldn't even notice the fucking zombies. Right. right? But this is old guy Darian and Jason talking. Well, um,
0: An even older guy today.
1: Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you have to do it at like some kind of a protest or something.
0: and then uh, I am up, again, I, I'll say it again. I, I'm up for any re- remake because I think there's always the potential of improvement. I seriously doubt they'll do it. But I'm always up for the challenge. So
1: here's why I'm not angry at this at all. You take, we are now up to five Return of the Living Dead movies. All but one of them has sucked a bag of dicks, in my humble opinion. Part two was basically a a kid's movie.
0: Oh, part two's fun.
1: It's a kid's movie.
0: Part three's perfectly fine. Part
1: three is like a weird Bon Jovi music video with a zombie in it. Uh, four and five. I can't even tell you what the hell's going on. It has a lot to do with techno music. I can't
0: remember that. I can't remember anything past three.
1: Necropolis and rave to the grave. They're both dumb as shit. Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know, man. I, I love that. So, really, as far as I'm concerned, in in the Return of the Living Dead bubble mythos franchise, whatever you want to call it, there's nowhere else to go but up. So I will probably check it out one way they, or the other. They would
0: ha- I, the only way I could see it succeeding is basically you're only taking the the IP itself. You're only taking the title. You, I think you would completely have to shift the tone of the movie. Clearly. To make it a, a good movie that resonates today. Right. There's no way that that humor is going to land. There's no way that you could reincorporate that punk Mm-mm. scene. Nope. Uh, there's just way too much 80s in that movie. Uh, to reproduce it. So I, I really think they'd have to take the title and then make it a, like a bona fide horror movie. Yeah. Because the premise, I mean, you know, the root premise of the movie, you could really make a good, deep horror movie off mm-hmm. of
1: that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know where they go. I'll check it out one way or the other. Lastly, uh, Mall of America is opening a 45,000 square foot haunted attractions all the Jeez. Week. That's like half the mall right there. <laughs> so I would love to. I'm not going to go to Minnesota. I would no. Love, Minneapolis. I would love to, but I'm not. Nah, sure. Nobody has time for that. But 45,000 square feet, man, that's that's going to take you at least an hour to get through, I that's imagine. That's pretty big. I would love to check it out if I lived in Minnesota, perhaps, but I don't. So, no. Thank you. You ready for some listener mail? Maybe? Hell yeah. Let's get it on.
3: listener mail
1: mm, emails voicemails the whole thing let's start it off in sydney australia jason here comes team g'day mate dummies for horror <laughs> not horror for dummies
0: Make, Defin- dum- definitely not
1: do not fuck that up inmates.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you will be sued
1: subject line oh alan why why alan why What's up, guys? How are we this week? So before I get to the usual shit, Darian, you asked about weather here in Australia and how cold it does actually get. So where I live, which is about an hour south of Sydney, it doesn't snow. It will get to about 8 degrees Celsius, which is about 46 degrees to you guys. So not overly cold, but we are used to hot climates, so cold for us. Fair enough. Dome. I have to admit something. I've never seen rabbits. So on that note, I'll take the weasel guy for the win. Yeah. I don't think he's seen Willie's Wonderland either. Meat Hook, Ghost Films. Number three, The Frighteners. Have you seen The Frighteners, Jay?
0: Yeah, a long time ago, in the theater.
1: Uh, more of a comedy, but it's all right. Yeah, Number fine. two, We Are Still Here. Have you seen that one, Jason? We Are Still Here.
0: Oh, I know I've seen it, but I don't remember it.
1: Picture Barbara Crampton... With a bowl haircut.
0: Oh, gosh.
1: It's you. I said once that I would have sex with Barbara Crampton in any fashion. But, but that, bowl, not, that bowl cut, that bowl cut <laughs> is unacceptable to me. Number one, the orphanage. Lastly, before I go, I need to speak to, the fellow, to a fellow inmate, Mr. Cha-Cha himself, Alan. So Alan mentioned that he doesn't care for Jaws. Well, let me tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, brother. (laughs) That's cool. Alan's my brother from another mother, and if he doesn't like something that I love, well, that's fine with me. I'm sure I don't like films that he loves, and that's cool. But the bottom line remains, as long as we both equally hate Halloween ends, then we're going to be all right. That's it for me, lovers. Have a great week. Team.
0: Oh, there's a three-way of that hatred.
1: Oh, we can it's make it a qu- foreplay <laughs> four of hatred. We're
0: forming a regular human centipede Let's of get, hatred. I'm just
1: angry <laughs> bullshit. I will eat another turd before I watch Halloween ends again. Uh, it's disgusting, man. Uh, thank you for writing in, Tim. He, bring, he brings up a good point. Dude, we don't have to like to say... That's, that's part of what kind of brings us together as horror fans. We all have that guilty pleasure movie that everybody seems to shit on. And everybody seems to enjoy one movie that one or two of us seems to hate for no fucking reason. Mm-hmm. Case in point, The Shining, Monster Squad... Other movies that people really dig and hold dear for some goddamn fucking reason that I don't understand why. Yep. And uh, I am Zozo. <laughs> it's a piece of shit. I can't watch it enough. I need to watch it again because I feel like there's something I missed. You I need have,
0: a good commentary track.
1: I've watched the commentary track, it doesn't explain a fucking thing. It
0: sounds like you've got your first episode of The Extra's Extra. Okay. Or commentary on commentary. Extra,
1: extra, extra. <laughs> <laughs> Right on, Tim. Thanks for uh, writing in, amigo. We got some voicemails coming
0: at us there, Jay. Bring them in,
1: Jay. We're going to kick things off with our main man in Alabama. Speaking of Alan, the man of the cha-cha, here he comes.
0: Alan.
3: added room. What's up? What's up, Alan? Everybody doing good. All right. Uh, Teradome Gimme, um.
1: Huh. Willie the Weasel versus Rose.
3: Shit, I don't remember who the tarot Dome is. Okay. <laughs> well, Mr. Darien, are you the hunt?
1: Yeah, I am the hunt.
3: That's well all done, I could sir. think of. And um Meat Hook
2: yeah.
1: Ghost movies. Ghost movies. What do you think, bud?
3: Um, I'm gonna go with uh like hmm. I don't know, man, I like ghost movies. Shit, I'm not organized. <laughs> um I watch I watched the New Evil Dead. Okay. You really liked that? it. It's good. I'll get back to you in a little bit. Okay. In a day. <laughs> All right.
1: I'll you later. Uh, uh, c- yeah. I take- think
0: I'll just call and wing it. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> abort, I don't know what I'm abort, talking about. Abort.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not going the way I had hoped. I will call you back. Uh, he did call back. Hopefully, he's got his shit together. Alan.
3: Crowded Room, what's okay, up? Yeah, 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 yeah. right, yeah, yeah. Trying to call back. So Right on. Teradome, give me the thing from Willie's Wonderland. There you go. And uh Meat Hook Ghost movies. I'm gonna go with Thirteen Ghosts okay. from two thousand one. Sure. The Frighteners. I love that movie. It's just one I don't think about that much. Fair enough. And finally, I guess, um What do you think? I'm gonna go with American Haunting, the one about the Bell Witch. Really? And uh, okay. I finally got around to watching X. Yeah, what do you think of that? I liked it. It's a good show. Um, Mia Goth did a really good job playing Trashy. Um, yeah. I never. Yeah. I don't think she's that attractive. She looks kind of like an alien. Yeah. But I thought she nailed like uh, Trashy Texas Porn Southern, Okay, the Texan Porn Star. Sure. Anyway, hope y'all are all good. Talk to y'all later. Bye. You're
1: right on. Thanks for calling back, Alan. I don't find Mia Goth attractive at all.
0: She was prettier in that just watched that uh... Infinity Pool? Yes.
1: I d- I disagree. I think she was uglier in Infinity <laughs> Pool. I think when they tried
0: like I, th- I think we can come to the agreement that she is a bit of a butterface.
1: She is a very much butter. She's got like a weird pig nose thing going on. I can't get past that. And she's got huge teeth. That's another
0: throw a bowl cut on there and you're set. <laughs> I'm ready to go baby
1: <laughs> i don't know man maybe it's just me i thought she was kind of hot in x because it was like a trashy i could fuck her behind a 7-eleven vibe to it but after that like getting back to pearl no infinity pool where i felt like they tried to doll her up yeah ah, I, I i feel like it just made it worse i don't know that's just me uh, what else we got here? Here comes uh, from Southern California, Mr. Tom Hardy. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey,
4: yo. How's my favorite degenerate this week? We're here. I do hope everyone is doing well. I think we're okay. We uh, just get right into that there in that terror dome. All right, what do you think? We got uh, Willie the Weasel. Uh-huh. and huh Rose gotta go with the weasel on this uh, yeah, one man right, right.
0: pop pop goes the weasel Fuck
4: yeah paulie shore is gonna be kicking some ass <laughs> no but for reality you know i think you gotta go with willie the weasel on i'd like all the inmates to join in on me joining on this with me i think we gotta get a willie the weasel versus sam champion yeah that's out. where we're headed i think I just, I, I just don't think it logically could be anything else i mean He's a weasel. A, an animatronic uh, Rose, I think it is. Weasel. Doesn't She doesn't have that sucker punch or sucker pop punch or whatever it was. The sucker uh, stab. Nicolas Cage was drinking. So oh, uh, yeah. It's got to be Willie the Weasel, man. Okay. Oh, real quick. I know some people might be getting on Darien.
2: As last usual. week, uh,
4: misgendering a oh, uh, character in a flick. Oh shit! What take am I? Take it easy, everyone. Everyone knows Darian's not a fucking racist or sexist or any. <laughs> any both. Quite the contrary. Like down with I the am actually TV both. Ever since that mummy flick, now, <laughs> to that dude, uh, not Tom Cruise, the other dude that played the mummy. Hey, so everybody take it fucking. He's hot. Whoever he is, we oh, get you, dude. Darian. It was just a mistake. No big deal. All right. right. Uh, oh yeah, on the ghost flick. The, yeah, what do you uh, think, man? The Meat Hooks, man. I think, you know what? I was trying to think about some really good ones. Okay. I got. I kind of came to it like, yeah, hey, you know what? I'm not a big ghost guy. You know, I get I, that. I like like a physical, tangible critter that you can fight or whatever. But But anyway, as far as the uh, three on the Meat Hook for the ghost flick. Yeah, what do you uh, think? For number three, I got to say, give me uh, six cents. Okay. The funny thing about this flick, I saw it when it first came out. I saw it in the theater. And then I think I saw it when it came out on video, like, you know, around the time it did. Sure. I don't think I've seen the flick since. And it's one of those flicks that, to me, is, like, it's super good. It's a great movie, but it, I don't know. Like, I, I haven't rewatched it, and maybe that's why I still remember it with, like, fond feelings. But I don't know. For no, I'm sense, into that. Um, for number two, Gimme the Grudge. The I remember grudge. seeing this one in the theater as sure. well. And I know it came out... Uh, after The Ring, I believe it did, and I remember hearing about yes, The Ring, well, and I was like, eh, whatever. Yeah. But seeing it really opened my eyes to, like, J-Horror. What is that? Japanese horror, yeah. Japan horror, Jap- horror, J-Horror, I guess they call it. I can't remember the fucking, whatever. And uh, I gotta say, I thought it was thought it was great. I thought it was, uh, you know, I've got good nostalgic feelings on that flick, and yeah. I still prefer it to The Ring. And then I don't, the I don't top, know if I go that
1: far. A- G.P., You knew it was going to happen. Happens every week. Call it back, though.
4: Gee,
3: motherfucking T.
1: Oh, hell
2: yeah.
4: Hell yeah. Anyway, I was saying, I'm going to take The Shining. Uh, I think one of the reasons that it's such a great flick is that it could be seen as a ghost flick. It could be seen as a possession flick. or just Sure. Hey, maybe it's just a fucking guy gone crazy flick.
1: There is that, too.
4: You know, I think that's one of the great things about it. So, yeah, definitely put me down for the shining got number it. one best ghost flick out there. Okay. Uh, on the what are you looking at department, I got to catch the flick uh, Camp Murder. Okay. Uh, yeah, stay away from this fucking thing. It's, <laughs> I want to say it's like 83 minutes, and it literally has a commercial in the middle of it oh. for other movies by it, <laughs> okay, which has right. the running time out, you know. From probably like, I don't know, 74 minutes to 83 or whatever the fuck it is. All right. That's weird. Kind of a boring flick. I won, you know, it's a slasher, cheap, low-budget bullshit. It's called Camp Wanted to Burger. like it. Not what that were you great. Expecting? But, man,
2: eh, whatever.
4: Okay. I catch the flick. Uh, there's nothing out there, which, you know, I've been hearing about for a while. Oh, this is the, the predecessor to Scream. This is, you know, the Scream ripped this flick off and stuff and stuff yeah you know, i can I can see where people might might say some bullshit like that, okay, but I mean, if you if you've seen the flick, it's aside from somebody just referencing horror movies that they've seen and and the tropes in horror movies
2: and and how to avoid those
4: tropes or how to how to overcome them it really doesn't have the same shit, and I think there's other horror flicks that we've talked about okay. before that have that same sort of thing, so. I don't know. All in all, I say it's okay. I think the flick came out in 92, but if you watch it, it's so fucking 80. And, nice. Uh, yeah, all in all, I say watch it. It's a decent enough flick, but don't get your hopes up that it's going to be this groundbreaking, you know, new horror movie or horror genre. It's going to, you know, put the horror genre on its head. Anyway, hope all is well. Love you like family. Bye now. Love well, you, it, too, it, Tom
0: Hardy. The plot synopsis does say a huge mutant frog starts to pick them off yes. all the time.
1: Uh, I actually started that a couple weeks ago. I fell asleep. But it's it's there's that there's that Jamie Kennedy dude mm-hmm. that's running around going, no, "No, no, no. I've seen this movie. We got to stay inside. Right. Why would we split up? We you know, it's the same thing." Yeah. But it at the end it's a mutant frog. So, gotcha. there's that. Uh, right on, Mr. Hardy. Thank you for calling in. <clears throat> Jason, let's get down to business here. Who do you think is going to win in a fight between Rose from Rabid and Willie the Weasel? Willy the Weasel, sir. I figured that much. I think this that might is be That is my vote,
0: and I also have my ghost from last week. Oh, yeah. Let's hear your meat hook. And this is so crazy that this comes in at number three. Okay. Just because of how much I've turned around on this movie. Okay. The Innkeepers. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what it is. Dude, I'm captivated by this damn movie.
1: Even with Lena Dunham.
0: <laughs> even which with, is which is usually a deal breaker. With that dude, Lena Dunham. <laughs> with Mr. <laughs> Lena Dunham. Uh number two, Six Sense. Okay. Uh, a movie I've repeat watched countless times. Okay. And number one, Stir of Echoes.
1: Stir of, I figured Stir of Echoes would show up. Yeah. Um Love Innkeepers. Have you ever watched it? Just under the, like keeping in mind that it all might be in her head.
0: It's not absolutely. You don't not. think so? No, it's not. Not even 100%. a possibility. I really think you need to rewatch it. I will.
1: I've got it on the shelf over here. One of these days, I'll get back to it. Yeah,
0: I think if you watch it again, I, I, I think you'll be locked in definitively. Ghost. Killer. Ghost. Ghost time. Yep.
1: Sure. I love Pat Healy. Yeah, he's one of my favorites. Oh, did yeah. you? Did you see her at the very end? Did I see what? Sarah Paxton? Uh, at which point? Last 30 seconds of the movie. Okay. Slow pan around the room.
0: Door slams. Saw the door slam.
1: If you look very, 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 very closely, okay. You can see the ghost of Sarah Paxton. I don't know in if I room. ever even saw her. You got, I mean, you got to slow it down yeah. and you really got to look. <laughs> and she just does, uh, she like looks at the camera right before the door slams. Hmm. It's a motherfucker. It takes you gotta you got you might have to call into work (laughs) (laughs) if you want to see this, which you were planning on doing anyway. So you'll be fine. Uh, Right on. You got anything for uh, Alan, Tim, or um, Tom Hardy? Love you, love you guys. Thanks for calling and writing in. Your Dome votes are locked. It's time for us to get into a movie, amigos.
2: Surprise, Mr. Wow. Is
3: that a few or what? How long have you two been married? Three years. Are you going to
2: make one two, <laughs>
0: Neighbors around here, we're part of a seaside community, the Solar Beach Colony. Welcome,
2: So happy you made it. I think this whole Solar Beach community is a little... That three seems to fit in real well. You'll we'll smoke.
1: I get a little loopy when I smoke. It'll help you focus for your journey. Focus.
2: Focus. See the light. I <laughs> it. When you be awake. Hello. I'm Danger. They're watching always. They took my Jasmine. <laughs> what did they, they to Jasmine? You brought it to us. You made your choice. I found a hidden camera. They've been watching us this entire time. What is out there? Don't, <laughs> don't be afraid. We need to call the police. What is wrong with you? <laughs> Who, like me, another mother
1: to the deep ones. the baby? Yeah, it... <clears throat> excuse me, it is The Deep Ones from 2021. This one got 4.1 stars on IMDb. It's directed by Chad Farrar, written by somewhat H.P. Lovecraft. Stars Gia Lepiano, Robert Miano, and Johan Urco. Yes, sir.
0: <laughs> it's an all-star <laughs> we got, lineup. We got some ex-
1: exotic <laughs> individuals here, Jason. Uh, I This one's rated TV MA, which... Begs some serious questions about what exactly TVMA means. Weird. Yeah, because there is plenty of TNA in this one.
0: Yeah, there's plenty of tits.
1: Last week's movie was also rated TVMA, and I would have shown it to my kids with right. no problem. So,
0: hmm, Interesting.
1: I don't know I don't know how any of this works anymore, right. apparently. that's <laughs> fine. Um, it is H.P. Love's, Lovecraft's The Deep Ones. Now, if any of you guys are Lovecraft fans or really cult movie fans at all, or know anything about anything, or have ever seen a movie involving a Cthulhu cult, you know exactly where this is going, and it doesn't disappoint. That's exactly where we're headed. We got a couple of uh, fun little uh, things that are going to happen along the way, but it's all well and good. We start off with a very, well actually we start off with a very attractive naked young lady being pursued down the beach by some people in uh, cloaks. Never a good sign, Jason. I You're don't know really what, I don't know how we got to the naked part. I'm interested in that, but the part where the cloaked individuals are chasing—that's mm-hmm. no good. You don't want to. That's a Tinder date gone wrong. <laughs> it really happens. is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we don't know exactly what happens to this young lady, except that she is naked. Uh, she gets caught, and then from there we cut back to our regular story, which is where we're going to pick up. We have a very attractive, um well-to-do couple that is trying to, I guess reconcile their romance after having a miscarriage and they're gonna do that by getting an Airbnb on Ventura Beach, which is some very plush Southern California real estate. Uh, I think probably those houses are going for at least eight or nine million apiece, right? Maybe even more. More I don't than a know. few bucks. Yeah, they're great big houses. Guaranteed
0: more than a few bucks.
1: I mean, you're going to want at least 10 or 20, is what I'd say. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, private docks, private beaches, huge houses. Clearly Southern California, right there on the coast. It's beautiful. It's amazing. Uh, we get a little backstory from these two. It's Alex and Petri. Petri. Petri is a very strong Swedish dude. Very chiseled jawline with a nice tom Selleck mustache
0: and a giant growth on his chin
1: I, yeah i noticed that i didn't i tried not to let it distract me from the movie but it was definitely there
0: yeah it was prominent it <laughs> got its own listing in the credits. <laughs> did
1: it really yeah <laughs> chin growth <laughs> um very attractive couple and we have alex his wife uh she looks like she could probably perform on Brazzers or any number of oh yeah milf uh, <laughs> oriented adult websites. Yeah. so as long as well with the rest of the cast here, man, a lot of milfs involved. I love it. Yeah,
0: she's been rode hard and put away
1: wet, and had some surgery to compensate yeah, for it. Bit. I believe <laughs> I'm okay with that too. <laughs> uh, it's all good. Uh, as they're taking their Uber to this Airbnb uh, Coastal Palace. Uh, we get some backstory. Oh, you know, we should have had another baby. Oh, we miscarried. So sad. Oh, we're going to, this is going to be good for us. We're going to spend some time in SoCal and we're going to just be by ourselves. No work, no stress. We're going to relax. It's going to be great. Uh, very cool. They get to the house. Um, once they, they, the Uber driver starts unloading the bags, we're going to notice another lady kind of, uh, lurking in the driveway. Um, not quite brazzers level uh attractiveness uh but she, and she doesn't look like she belongs there she's dressed kind of shabby uh once we get a close up of her we're going to recognize her it's kelly maroney jason Harrell. it is Rec- you recognize the name mm-hmm. kelly maroney oh yeah uh chopping mall mm-hmm. uh night of the comet good stuff um other 80s movies that were probably okay
0: uh <laughs> Those are definitely the two standouts. Those
1: are the th- those are the top billings right there. Um, it's Kelly Maroney. She looks okay, a uh, l- little underdressed for this community. Now here's the problem. They get to the Airbnb. They go to uh, hit the lockbox, which is what you do. And as they're hitting it, the door opens and the owners of the house are there waiting for them. And we're going to meet these two. It's Russell and Ingrid. I already got a creepy. First off, don't. Be- I've done the Airbnb thing. Mm-hmm. The whole appeal of the Airbnb is, yes, I will stay at your house. That in itself is creepy enough, since I don't know you. Uh, but the uh, the kind of redeeming factor is that I don't have to know you, yeah, because you are not going to be part of this equation.
0: I am okay with you filming me secretly. Of course,
1: I expect that, but
0: just don't be there.
1: I don't want to meet you, right? You know, I don't want to know whose beds I am jizzing in. That's the <laughs> thing, because then I am going to feel bad about jizzing in them, maybe or maybe not. I don't know. Um, we meet these two; they own the house. I got like a uh, Poltergeist two vibe from Russell, like the like the cane in the hat. Come on in, I'm 109 years old. It
0: sounds like the subspecies guy, a little
1: bit, but <laughs> he was a little more had more of a gay yachtsman vibe to him. <laughs> you know, very specific, <laughs> more I know. A, a yeoman, <laughs> something like that, yeah. <laughs> His wife Ingrid is probably 40 years younger than him, at least, <laughs> <laughs> and pregnant, which I already take issue because there's no fucking way. Uh, what 114 pounds of skeletal Russell,
0: yeah, he's blowing dust at it, this it point. Best, yeah.
1: so I think he either hired well, we'll get into that. That's part of the story. But she's pregnant, nine months pregnant, and they're like, Oh, welcome in, come on in, let us, let us give you the nickel and dime tour. Somehow, they end up staying for dinner and opening up the wine cellar, which That's is there on the property.
0: That's how I want to spend my first night at an Airbnb. some complete fucking strangers getting hammered. Especially, like, these guys
1: in particular. They are wildly creepy to me. The old guy who's very touchy-feely, like with Petri and Al, oh, come on in, let me, let me put my hands on you and grab you. <laughs> it's weird, dude. No. No. I would probably be
0: like, oh, you're here... Well, you're such an ageist. I, I am an ageist. You would think that, uh, you know, you being an older man now... I know. ...would, uh, would be very pro that guy.
1: But uh, I'm not a gay yachtsman, is the well, thing. <laughs> Maybe if you, I was... You
0: are a seaman. That's true.
1: <laughs> Maybe if I was going to go down that row, I don't know. But that that's just weird. You know, I don't know you. I'm staying in your house. That's weird enough. Now I have to get to know you? You're not part of my vacation plan. You understand that? I'm here to relax... Uh, you know, have fun with the wife, and now here's you guys, and that's awkward enough because you're what sixty years older than her. She's pregnant somehow. I feel like we need to talk about that. (laughs) I don't want to get into your back. I just want you to leave so that I can fuck in your bedroom. Is what I what we're going for here? Snoop through the cabinets. Regardless, uh, they hang out, they have dinner, they get a little tipsy. Um. Uh, Alex is like, oh, God, I'm, I'm, I am I'm drank way too much. I'm going to go to bed. Before she goes to bed, Russell and Ingrid invite her and Petri out on their boat the next day. So they're like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do that. Uh, and then, of course, Alex goes to bed. Uh, Petri follows her a couple hours later after Alex and – uh, Ingrid and Russell leave, and they—they they, he puts a pretty good banging on her, and this is where we come to the conclusion that we already knew they were being filmed the whole time. We get a little porno scene here with uh, Petrie and Ingrid. She's hot, I'll give her that. She's had some surgery. Um, uh, she could definitely appear on uh, Gina LaPiano. She could appear in any number of Brazzers clips. Oh, easily. Uh. And uh, she's had uh, some work
0: done. I don't think anybody pay her to do it, but she'd probably upload a few. I,
1: I get that. And you know what the weird part I read about this movie is? she, The actress, Gia LaPiano, she actually owns that house. Oh, for real? Yeah, trophy hmm. wife. Probably to some kind of a pharmaceutical guy or something. I don't, <laughs> Sure. I, I don't know. I'll make up my it's own back story. backstory. It's a good
0: backstory.
1: I'll make up my own backstory. But, and you uh, said
0: you're not a writer. <laughs>
1: hey, tell you what. Uh and uh she was more than happy to get in there. We see a lot of naked LaPiano, and that's okay. And I'm glad that they went there because that's part of the the story is the sexual encounters. It only makes sense that there would be some naked bodies involved. Yep. So I'm glad they, they you know, grew a pair and put that in there. Uh puts a pretty good banging on her. Um that like the whole community we find out is watching via closed circuit tv and there was like some mention earlier about, during the dinner scene about how oh we're kind of our own little you know uh society here we've got a we're all retired and we've got one guy that's obsessed with baking so he bakes stuff for everybody we got a bunch of gardeners they grow all of our vegetables it's great we kind of we're living off the grid except in this very palatial Not right yeah, yeah. Uh, seaside community. really roughing it really roughing it these dudes <laughs> uh regardless everything's cool uh she wakes up the next morning and catches russell tit lurking from the from the back pier <laughs> yeah and she's like i saw me naked and why are you traipsing around in front of the windows naked to begin with uh regardless clearly she wanted him to see her naked if you ask me i was hoping for a pool boy or somebody under the age of 85 to see her <laughs> naked. <laughs> probably just gave that dude a heart attack by the way <laughs> um he goes, she goes down. She's like, oh, I'm still a little woozy. I think I'm just going to lay down. So Petri, Petri ends up going to their boat by himself. Uh, they don't actually set sail. The boat is just like docked, and they hang out on the boat and have some more drinks and start smoking weed with Alex or uh, Ingrid and uh, Russell. At one point, they pass the joint over to Petri, and he's like, I have to warn you, I get very loopy when I drink, when I had the uh, uh, marijuana. And they're like, yeah, okay, no problem. Uh, he takes a couple of hits and then Russell breaks out like a Zippo lighter. Mm -hmm. He's like, look into the light. (laughs) And then he's like, okay. Yeah. And then, uh, he like kind of averts his gaze to Ingrid's vagina. She just, she just spreads wide open. And now there's like a flashlight beam coming out of her pussy Mm -hmm. and Petri, Petri, whatever, is like transfixed by her pussy light. Yep. So they make him get down on his knees. And this is when Alec, or Ingrid, Alex and Ingrid, Ingrid uh, basically shoots a tentacle out of her pussy and it, it goes right into Petri's mouth.
0: I mean, we saw it coming.
1: Of course. We're in Lovecraft land. <laughs> right. God damn it, if there isn't at least one tentacle in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Uh, and it's probably going to come out of Vagina.
0: It would have to. I
1: mean, where else going to come from, really? <clears throat> and uh, from there, Petri kind of like gets, uh, they like snap him out of it. But now he's like in a hypnotic state and he's very much involved with uh, the community. And he wants to be a part of it and all kinds of fun stuff. Good for him. Uh, he makes it back to the house where Alex is getting up and moving around and feeling a little bit better. Uh, They've been invited to a big house party a couple doors down on the beach there. I'm very excited. We should go, right? Yeah, let's go. Okay, we'll go.
0: Yeah, let's spend the rest of our vacation time with these damn old creepy people. With these
1: octogenarians (laughs) that are leading this bizarro hedonistic lifestyle that I feel like at some point I'm going to have to watch old people fuck, and I don't want to do that. You know,
0: I think you'd watch.
1: I probably would, to be honest. But I'm not going to beat off to it until a later point in time. I'm not going to do it in front of I've
0: me. got standards, damn it.
1: <laughs> I'm not going to give them the win. No way. Um, so they reluctantly agree to go to this house party. In the meantime, um, we cut back to Kelly Maroney, and what her problem is. She knocks on the door after they after Alice gets up and moving around. She's like, "You have to leave. You have to leave right now. What's going on? Uh the, the people are disappearing. My daughter was here and she disappeared. Have you seen her?" And she's got like all the stack of uh "Have you seen me flyers?" They're like, "No, man." As they're having this very hurried panic conversation, the sheriff, uh, I guess he's a sh- more of a security guard type of a dude. But he's dressed like a sheriff.
0: He's yeah, he's dressed got the like a sheriff. Cowboy hat. Yeah. And he's a real doucher.
1: He is. He rolls up and he's like, oh, you get out of here. So Kelly Maroney takes off and he's like, oh, sorry about that. That's our local crazy lady. Uh, her uh, daughter disappeared and she thinks we had something to do with it. And then her house got foreclosed on. And now she just kind of walks around handing out flyers, trying to shoo her off. And Alex is like, oh, maybe we should try to help her or something. No, no, no don't worry about it. Anyway, see so you guys at the party, right? Yeah, okay. So, after that, he leaves. Very creepy vibe from him, too, by the way. Uh, Alex's friend Debbie rolls up. Again, looks like she could perform for Brazzers. Very surgically augmented, probably in her early 50s. You could
0: easily see a lesbian couch scene, like... It was on its way, getting ready to be uploaded. Yeah,
1: it was on its way. Somebody's nipple was going to pop out, and then somebody was going to suck that nipple. <laughs>
0: <laughs> one you know, thing, one thing leads to another. Of
1: course, I mean, every time my wife has one of her friends over, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> ah, it came out again. Uh, they're having a couple of drinks. Not the. Debbie brought her own wine, so they're kind of actually getting hammered, not getting sick or anything. Uh, and then I think there was supposed to be like some comedic interlude here, but it, I don't know. It just kind of fell short for me. Um, they're having a good time out or, uh, Petri rolls back up. He's like, Hey, you guys ready to go to the party? And, uh, Debbie's like, yeah, with this weird cult of yours. And he's like, they're nice people. We need to go and be respectful. Oh, wow. That was weird and uncomfortable. And then, uh, Petri walks off to get, uh, ready for the party. um, about that time, everything's cool here for a minute. Um, they decide to go to the party. They go to the party. It basically – then we get this weird doctor shows up who is clearly a guy in drag, right?
0: Oh, yeah. That
1: was a guy in drag.
0: Yeah, he. I think he had shown up a little bit prior.
1: I think you're right. Yeah. Like before Debbie got there. Yeah. And gives <clears throat> Alex like a weird examination but then does uh, acupressure on her hands and makes her feel better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but takes a pee sample.
0: No, oh, I didn't remember that. Okay.
1: You're, you're not here for... You're not a real doctor. You just wanted some piss.
0: Right. <laughs> you're just into golden showers.
1: So Get your fucking ass out of here, you drag queen. Uh, Is clearly a dude in drag, but that's never addressed, so I guess we just have to write off this guy as an actual female. Uh, he's like, Ooh, it's me. Uh, I'm... But the, Russell and Ingrid sent me they want me to check on you so she, they does like a weird examination takes some piss with him at her and then takes off right before Debbie gets there
0: clearly channeling Julia Child is uh, that too. who it was? yeah
1: <laughs> she may have had some recipes ready, <laughs> ready to go that needed some piss <laughs> so that's, they take she's like this is the weirdest community ever they have a, like a on, like a house call doctor in drag that shows up uh, and then, uh, I don't know, Petri just disappears and now he like wants to join and everything. It's weird. Uh, Debbie shows up. They have a little comedic interlude. Then we get the weird exchange with Petri and then off to the party they go. Uh, the party looks like any number of scenes that you would find on Brazzers where uh, somebody's wife is about to get dicked down by oh. a giant black man.
0: Or at a senior center. That too. <laughs> uh,
1: except that all the wives, I thought, were very milfy, which is fine. Uh, no, of, it
0: was a very eclectic bunch. Yeah, like It was a very mixed crew.
1: All the dudes were like uh, probably 60 to 80 years old. All the wives maybe 40, 50s, but heavily surgically augmented. And there's two random kids running around with purge masks on. <laughs>
0: yeah, they were.
1: Fair enough. All righty then. Uh, we get a fire dancer who was actually really good, I thought, that little <laughs> fire dancing sequence. Uh, That's something <laughs> I thought uh, I don't know They were going to have Like an orgy or something I, it never happened uh, Eventually Like There's some weird Awkward exchanges Between Debbie uh, Alex And the the weird Purge kids And then like The weird mothers Come back And then finally They're like Okay we're going to go Petri of course Is like I will stay I want to see what's going So they take off Down the beach Back to the house They get there One of the Purge kids Is there waiting for them On their little porch Like oh sweetie What are you doing I've got webbed fingers and she's got webbed fingers Mm -hmm. and they're like oh don't touch me and she's like (laughs) and then she hauls ass so then they go inside and this part is kind of silly they find a oddly enough a H.P. Lovecraft book on a shelf take it out and they find a bunch of letters from whom I assume was the hot naked chick from the opening scene yes but they're written in Swedish which wouldn't you know Debbie can translate Apparently she's fluent in Scandinavian language. So she starts translating Oh, we're at this weird community I think my life is in danger Mom, help me, get me out of here I'm going to try to leave tonight Oh, very scared. Oh, so now there's like an impending sense of dread all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Okay, excellent Uh, Debbie takes Well, before that, we are actually going to cut to a little side scene of Kelly Maroney actually getting killed Uh, They, The old Russell, like Or the Was it Russell or the sheriff? I think it was the sheriff. Uh, Tracks her down in the parking lot and then like uh, abducts her in the car and drives her off somewhere. We don't really see what happens to Kelly Maroney other than there's like a little cat and mouse sequence. And then he grabs her in the car and that's the last we see of her. Uh, Now we're going to cut to Debbie who's finally like, oh my God, my babysitter called. I got to get out of here. So she's leaving. Apparently she has a muscle car. Which is kind of weird.
0: Didn't notice.
1: It's a muscle car. All right. Uh, she gets in it. She's like, boom, boom. I'm gonna go get go to my kid. Starts and uh, then head
0: over to my softball game <laughs>
1: yeah, <that> too. <laughs> uh, and then I've got a photo shoot. Uh, she uh, starts backing out of the parking lot, and the weird girl with the web fingers just stands in front of her car, and she's like, hey, 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 hey. and then the old guy like <laughs> creeps up behind her, grabs her. Um, the, Debbie gets out of the car and she's like, hey, get out of the road, you crazy kid. I think the old guy hit her with an oar or something like that in the head. Uh, Debbie goes down and apparently is paralyzed, which I think we should have explored because the sequence sounds very, looks very dumb because basically uh, Debbie just lays on the ground and then the old guy gets in her car, throws it in reverse, gets a run at her and just runs over her head, mm-hmm. which is cool. But I'm watching it going, move.
0: Right. Why don't you just move? Roll.
1: Get out of the way. Instead, they, they never say, oh, I can't move. I can't feel my leg. Something to let us know that she's paralyzed. Yeah. Instead, I mean, it's, it's kind of a cool sequence because you get to see him drive over her head. But that probably could have been fleshed out a little bit more. All right. Uh, now it's uh, showtime back at the uh, the house of um, the Deep Ones, as they say. We're now in full-on cult mode. There, back at the party. Uh, We get a weird kind of psycho dream sequence where they hypnotize Petri again, and he gets a bunch of weird flashes of tentacles and flashing lights, and he's full-on going into Cthulhu land, and they're doing the actual Cthulhu chant. Mm -hmm. So if you didn't know already... Lots
0: of tongue-clicking. A
1: lot of that, and uh, like a howl they do a how they blow into a seashell and then a... a
0: lot of therium music that too
1: yeah and uh i think there was a little more fire dancing so we had that going for us <laughs> uh, thank goodness now ladies and gentlemen here comes the black robes and the the weird lighting it's it's going down uh petri goes back to the uh the house where alex is up and she's like uh i don't feel well again oh no uh, she goes down to the kitchen where she runs into Russell and Ingrid. And now Petri is there with him and he's like, oh, honey, we're going to we're going to move to this place and be part of the community. And she's like, I, "Well, no, I don't like it. Uh, make a long story short, there's a little cat and mouse sequence. Petri kind of snaps out of it uh, for a second, just long enough for Alex to stab Russell with this weird ornamental... It look like a stick to I me. I thought it was a stick. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think there was supposed to be some significance to it. Shanks him with it, kills him. He immediately starts thanking her for killing him, which is kind of nice. Uh, uh, Ingrid, though, uh, somehow gets kicked in the stomach during the struggle and births a octopus. I'm going to say an
0: octopus. Yeah.
1: Kind of a thing, uh, which attacks Petri. Yeah. Uh, Alex is like, well, fuck this shit. She just hauls ass out onto the beach in her nightgown. And then we get like a a recreation of the opening sequence where the naked chick was running down the beach. Uh, Hooded figures chase her. Tackle her. Petri shows back up. Uh, He's a little worse for the wear. Hold her down. And this, this, I was with you up up until this point. This is where things get kind of stupid. Out from the water pops what is supposed to be Dagon. Now. I'm not going to bore you with Lovecraft mythology.
0: Thank you. <laughs> or
1: the mythos of Dagon or how he interlocks with Cthulhu and Nyarlathotep, and all that stuff. What I will say is that the thing that came out of the water at the end of this movie was very dumb looking. Yes. Um, very dumb looking. It had like a um, creature from the Black Lagoon vibe. But a much more kind of, um, just silly. It just. I, lo-
0: I have a note here. Okay, that says, I would love to hear your note. Final creature looks like a cross between the merman from Cabin in the Woods and a sleestack stack from Land of the Lost. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's accurate. I would say that's accurate. Um. It reminded me a lot of Merman from Masters of the Universe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. If that brings back any memories. Um, he he gets out. The, the cult holds her down. And we get a, a kind of a silly tentacle rape scene where he just kind of climbs on top of her. And she's screaming, no, 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 no. Uh, from there, we cut immediately to nine months later where another very attractive couple has apparently Airbnb'd the same house. But this time, they're met at the door by Petri. Petri and uh, Alex, and now Alex is nine months pregnant, and Petri is wearing the gay yachtsman hat. Welcome to my house. Come on in. To give so you was the
0: there card. a body transference that occurred, or is it simply that they're just now part of the clique?
1: I think they are now part of the, part of the clique. Okay. Because I don't know. I, that, that would be my opinion. I could be wrong. Um, it's not a bad show. I mean, you know where it's going right from the start. It's clearly a Cthulhu cult. Uh, they're clearly trying to hatch something. And since we got all this backstory about trying to get pregnant and the, uh, miscarriage that brought the couple to the, the seaside house to begin with, we know exactly where it's going. There's nothing wrong with it. It's it's a tired story.
0: It's exactly what you thought it would be. Exactly.
1: Uh, we got some TNA in there. Thank you very much for that. Um, I, I was with you. Right up until Dagon came out of the water. When that stupid fucking thing came out. Oh,
0: he looked terrible. <laughs> he
1: looked dumb as fucking
0: shit. Fucking terrible.
1: Had a big light bulb head on him. And then like some half-assed attempt at like a tentacle beard from uh, what's well, supposed to look more like Cthulhu. Dagon... Well, I'm not going to bore you with the whole mythos. But Dagon is not supposed to look like that. But Dagon is basically a fish with legs. Which sounds equally dumb. <laughs> but maybe could have been... I When you don't... when. Here's the problem I have with a lot of horror movies. If you don't if you can't create the effect you are going for, take a less is more approach. Yeah. You could just show like a tentacle coming over or something like that or some shit coming out of the sand or, you know, it gets real dark all of a sudden and all you see is some eyes creeping up from the um the surf or something. When you show that, man,
0: his chin just looked like a bunch of dicks drooping down <laughs> from his I mean, it just looked like a bunch of dicks hanging right off his chin.
1: They were going for like a Cthulhu. I know what they were I, going I, for. I, I know, and I'm not making excuses. You're exactly right. It's very phallic, uh, penis-looking kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, it just it that that really killed the movie for me. I was with you up till that point. I was not. Okay. <laughs> I'm not mad at this one. Um, 4.1 on IMDb. I'd say that's fair.
0: Yeah. That's what do you think? I, I put it. I still put it at a four.
1: At a four. Yeah. Sure. That's fine. Um, you know what you're getting, you know what you're getting into, you know where it's going. Um, I got no major complaints. I it, you threw in some TNA. This is a movie with balls, Jason, you know, and tits and tits. I didn't see any actual balls unless they were on that fish things chin.
0: Uh, the clicking shit with the he, she cross-dressing dude was very annoying.
1: I'm a little upset that that wasn't addressed.
0: The, uh, they go a little overboard with the Thurman music. Um, sure. The chanting sounded like Old McDonald had a farm. Okay, a whole a bunch of e i e i o. That's type of deal. that's
1: a Lovecraft thing, but you're right. <laughs> uh,
0: let's see, uh, and then at the end, as the right before the credit roll, um, as she's closing the door, uh-huh. she stares directly at the, camera, the camera and like kind of smirks like at you. Grin, yeah. I'm like, that's just stupid. <laughs> Cause, cause, cut it out. Sure, and. Uh, I didn't know what was more gross, the tentacles flopping around somebody's snatch or that thing on Petrie's chin.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The thing on Petrie's chin. I don't know what it was. It's clearly some kind of a uh, mole or a birth defect or something.
0: Um, (laughs) A failed Siamese twin. (laughs) It could
1: be that too, yeah.
0: (laughs) It could be the Uh, resurgence of Belial. Some
1: kind of a suture from an old bar fight that got infected. (laughs) I don't know
0: um it was fine it's, it's
1: fine yeah i'm not mad at it at all i mean uh, i just
0: feel like yes once again it's been told
1: right it is a it, it, it is a
0: very wash rinse repeat type of deal and uh again i don't have a problem with that i just always am hopeful that something could be done a sure. little bit better yeah absolutely and this just felt like uh, more or less the same
1: i would agree um, I'll tell you right now, if uh, if I were, my wife would probably willingly take a tentacle for some beachfront property in Ventura. Uh, to include carrying. For the, some of uh,
0: those houses, I wouldn't be opposed to I'm into
1: it. I, she, <laughs> she would say no until she saw the house. Sure. So I deliver this octopus, and then after that, we get to live here forever. Amen. Right. Okay. Do I have to fuck the fish thing or no? My wife doesn't sound like that, by the way. <laughs> um, it's not a bad show. If you're really in the mood for some Lovecraft, uh, why not? I would say it's better. We watched one. Uh, With
0: Barbara Crampton.
1: Yeah, well, about four or five months ago. Mm-hmm. I would say this one's better than that one. What do you think?
0: I like the other one a little bit better. Why? I Probably Barbara Crampton.
1: Okay. Even doing, doing that nutsack Norwegian accent. I,
0: honestly, time. I think and this goes back to what you were saying a couple of minutes ago, the less is more. Sure. They showed nothing in that movie, but I appreciated that more than what came out of the fucking water on this thing.
1: I see how that's a deal breaker. I'm with you on that. Yeah, If
0: they would have dialed this back a little bit, I mean like the tentacle stuff was perfectly fine. Sure. And the preview, the other movie with Barbara Crampton, uh, I think they kind of developed the story a little bit better. Yeah. Um, So I think it just had a little bit more going for it.
1: Fair enough. That is uh, the deep ones, ladies and gentlemen. We found this on Tubi, right? Yes. Okay, check it out if you're interested. We're gonna take us a little break and come back with some other stuff.
3: you like what you hear, head over to the Padded Room Facebook group and support us through the patron link with a small monthly donation. Check out the t and link at paddedroom.podbean.com and grab some t-shirts. Thanks for listening and enjoy the rest of the show.
1: And we're back, Jason. Yep. Yes, sir. You know, I am down to join a Cthulhu cult. Uh, I'm, really, I'm down to join any cult, if it long as it, you know... Like the Ventura beachfront community. Mm-hmm. I'm into that. Guy says, hey, you want to join my Cthulhu cult? We meet at a bowling alley every Thursday. Okay. Nah.
0: Now, what's your big selling point? Is it the robes? Is it the, uh, well, the beachfront that, property? Is it the tentacle porn?
1: In that case, it's the MILFs. Okay. There's a, lot, a very MILF-friendly locale. Gotcha. Uh, a lot of trophy wives. You know those 85-year-olds aren't banging them. So, I could be the uh, the stud single dad. Yeah, you could. You know, hanging around, hey, you ladies need some work done, or come on up. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, I think that's the whole selling point of any cult, is that, hey, we are offering you a better life than what you've got.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, like, if we were going to start a cult...
0: Which w- you've tried to do.
1: I know, nobody's buying it, because I'm... to put hey come hang out in my guest room we'll talk about yeah, horror movies you haven't
0: exactly upsold the no, uh, the better really. life part of I it i got
1: you and i had monica but she walked away so I'm yes. <laughs> <laughs> down back down to you <laughs> buddy shows up but only when he fucking feels like it i think i'm gonna have to start beating him or something <laughs> right on man uh are you ready to get into a meat hook
0: sure my friend? you bet
3: three on a meat hook
1: this week's meat hook top three cult movies i'm talking about movies that feature religious or alien cults uh, not like cults following movies but like actual religious cult people in cults about cults those kind of movies jason what's your number three amigo
0: uh my number three house of the devil oh
1: that's a good one mm-hmm. sure
0: um I enjoy See, that.
1: See, oddly enough, I remember you. I think I remember you complaining about that one the first time you saw it.
0: For the first time, like very j- slow, just like innkeepers. Yeah. So those two meat hooks. I have uh, Ty, Ty West. West coming in yeah. at number three.
1: I love it. I love that you've turned. To, I love that you, number one. I love that you've turned a corner on Ty West. Number two, I love that you're okay to admit that. That's not something oh, you sure. find a lot these days. Yeah. Well, I fucking hate that guy. I'm never gonna watch. That's
0: what... And. When when I say that I have watched The Shining numerous times, mm-hmm. it's in the effort to try to expand myself sure. and my appreciation for yeah. it. Because I've seen House of the Devil more than once, uh-huh. came around on it, uh, and then came around on Innkeepers. Sure. So.
1: Right on, man. My number three is going to be The Ritual. Nice. Um, it's... I, <laughs> I mean, there is a cult in it. Yep. Or you, I'd call it a cult. I don't know what else you'd call it. I would. Uh, More of like a buddy redemption story, where everybody dies. Yeah, I think
0: is probably wrapped around a cult.
1: Fucking monster in that one, dude.
0: Mm -hmm. Blow
2: your
1: mind. What the hell is that thing? It's a good flick. It is, and the the goddamn thing, dude. It's like somebody put a person on a giant moose head or something i I don't even know how to explain it but even without the monster you have like the weird mummified zombie situation in the the attic in that place Mm -hmm. you have like that whole wicker man vibe the blair witch vibe in that first cabin that they stopped there's a lot to unpack there there is it's a great show i would say number three for me is the ritual
0: nice good pick
1: uh we have buddies here let's take a look at very good his number three was the Void. Have you seen the Void? No. That is not a bad show. It's pretty good. Um, the one complaint that I hear a lot about it is that it's just a big special effects showcase. Mm-hmm. Um, they do it's it's ridiculous with the special effects. Yeah. The cult aspect is there, but it's very downplayed. Um, when you again, it's we're we're back to Lovecraft country. And they show you a lot in this one. Done much better than in the deep ones. But when they kick it in, man, you kind of forget where you are and what you're doing. Because they really ramp it up. Right on, man. How about number two?
0: Uh, Real quick, Sarah had... uh, Oh, sure. What's Sarah's? Yeah, I'll go ahead and throw her in there. Uh, She had the invitation for her number three.
1: Okay. It's a good one, too.
0: Love that movie. Me, too. Slow Very slow. Yeah. But, uh, man, the first time I saw that ending, wow. Yeah. I just love seeing all those red lanterns go. You know, and hearing up and the stuff. sirens in the yeah. background. Oh, it's great. going down,
1: dude! It's going. It's like a terror cell or yeah, something. That's cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, my number two, the Empty Man. Okay,
1: sure. That's a that's a cult movie. I'd call that a cult movie. Yeah. One of the one of the, a great understated scene in that movie. Uh, where they're all, like, moving in formation. Yeah. And they, he's in the woods, and he's like, they don't see me, I'm fine. Yeah, he takes a step back, and, and they, they take it, a step forward. Yeah, then it's he's just like, thick.
0: Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> they see me.
1: Did you ever track down a physical copy of that?
0: Yeah, had to get it all the way from Australia. Fuck. The, the only country where it was released... Uh, uh, like, actually in a case. Okay. Uh, here in the United States, they released it uh, to Redbox, I think. That's it. So you could only get it, like, out of a machine. Oh.
1: Did you look on Etsy?
0: No, I don't.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: want to try to get a good one. Okay,
1: Mr. Highfalutin. <laughs> right on, man. My uh, number two is going to be a less conventional cult movie, and I could probably say it's not really a horror movie. It's more of a drama but it's a little film called Martha Mary May Marlene, and I'm probably fucking that up somehow. Okay, uh, stars Eliz- Elizabeth Olsen. Have you seen it? Nope. It's basically a young lady that is removed from a cult and is now trying to rebuild her life in a weird kind of uh, deprogramming, but like a very passive attempt at deprogramming. There's a there, she gets naked. Yeah, that. and that's one of my favorite parts right there. Fancy that! I know, crazy. Um, but
0: mind blown.
1: I know, but uh, like number one, the 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 peek into the psychology of of a young lady that would adopt a cult lifestyle, and then the like the process of how you pull her out of that. Pulling her out of the cult is easy enough. Pulling the cult out of her is a whole other situation. Yeah, and. Um, there there are some horror elements, obviously. It's told at the point of her trying to uh, basically reintegrate into her family and all the problems that she's having, trying to adapt to a normal human lifestyle, for mm-hmm. lack of a better term. Uh, there's some horror elements. There's a lot of flashbacks to when she was in the cult. Um, one of the things that I thought was the coolest about this, the, the title itself, Martha Mary May Marlene. So... Within the while she was in the cult, she didn't have a name. But they had like a protocol involved where um she could identify what the situation was by how she answered the phone or what she introduced herself. So her name literally was Martha Mary May Marlene. Yeah. And depending which name she gave, that's how she would alert the other cult. Member, oh, hi, it's me, Mary. How are you? Hmm. That means, okay, this person is okay to talk to. Oh, it's me, Marcy. Okay, um, he's all right, but we can't divulge any secrets. Oh, it's me, Mary. We have a real problem here. And that
0: whole... like Kind of you know, like this is a friend of mine, this is a friend of ours.
1: Exactly. I mean, that's a very simple way of putting <laughs> it. But yes, that's exactly right. Um, very cool. Uh, more of a drama. There is some light horror elements there. And you gets see Elizabeth Olsen naked, which is very nice. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, That was my number two. Buddy's number two, The Invitation, Red Lights, same thing. Nice. Right on.
0: Uh, Sarah had for number two, your favorite, Rosemary's Baby.
1: I do not understand
0: that, but okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, Spoiler alert, it didn't make my list, but um, I do like it, man. Fair enough. I don't know why. I
1: don't get it either.
0: So my, my number one uh and again you have to kind of expand your thinking of cults sure it's more of a just an ideological belief you know network system group so my number one is the hunt you know i thought about that i
1: I seriously put some serious thought into the hunt because what else would you call that 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 System of thought mm-hmm. and if you 're taking to the people you 're taking these people to the point of rounding up other people for a death hunt yeah i think we've uh we 've crossed the threshold of just being a group of friends,
0: yeah, under the guise of your You know, your belief system and your ideological leanings.
1: Good versus versus bad.
0: Whether that be religion or...
1: Politics.
0: Politics.
1: Anything, really.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that's why this list was kind of hard to put together, because how do you really differentiate between a coven versus a cult?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So it was kind of hard to... It was really hard to put this list together.
1: Uh, Yeah. No, I struggled a little bit. Uh, My number one was always firmly in place, and that's going to be hereditary
0: nice
1: great movie uh you don't know it's a cult movie until like the last i don't know 20-25 minutes or so yeah but once you cross that threshold and you know where we're at and where we're our where our trajectory is taking us oh fuck okay yeah
0: and i would strongly agree um i just have to go with something that i can consume with more frequency that, and Hereditary is very heavy. I like, would say that is the one drawback. Maybe once a year.
1: Yeah, that is the one drawback. It's very atmospheric. Great show. I, w- I, I wouldn't put it on the same shelf as like The Witch. The Witch I will watch once a year. Yeah. Hereditary I'll kick out three, four times a year.
0: Oh, shit. See, I'm the opposite. I'll actually watch... the witch Witch. sure numerous times in a year okay i I can only take hereditary maybe once a year
1: see the witch for me is a very active watch you gotta sit down you gotta fucking focus on what the hell they're saying (laughs) because with or without subtitles like i need what i need is like a uh, modern english translation right so at least then i get a, a better grasp of what's happening yeah but you gotta sit down and focus on what you're watching pay attention you know uh here's tomlin she's going out there, she's doing that, or Thomason, she's going out there, she's doing that, baby's gone, okay, now he's mad, now, oh, hot chick in the woods, how does this all tie to, it, it makes sense in the end, but to catch all the nuance that leads up to that, you've mm-hmm. got to really pay attention, hereditary, watch it once and really pay attention, after that, you can put it on and, and you know, appreciate it for more of the aesthetic, uh, like that, I think it, I think it was Oregon or Central Washington or something like that. Wherever they, wherever they filmed it, the drab, yeah, uh, location.
0: Yeah, very bleak. Uh,
1: the poor uh, teenage kid. That fucking scene at the dinner table. You just sit there with your face on your face.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Goddamn, Kintani Collette pull off a fucking monologue. She can. Uh, that's my number one. Buddy's number one. Rosemary's Baby.
0: Mm -hmm. again
1: i don't get it but fair enough uh
0: the payoff at the like i i i think it's all about that payoff and then you get you know you got some nice satan fucking along the way sure so i mean that helps move it along a little bit
1: if you say so (laughs) (laughs) uh
0: sarah's number one also hereditary
1: oh very nice very nice right on that is our uh three on the meat hook for this week inmates um We would love to hear what you have to say. What are your top three cult movies? Cult is a broad term. It can mean a lot of different things. So whatever your interpretation is, we would love to hear it. Uh, Go to paddedroompodcast.com. Click the contact link. You can get a hold of us there. Or just mail at paddedroompodcast.com and that'll come to us also. Sure. Yeah, right?
0: We really look certain about I, that. I'm
1: I'm looking for some affirmation here, Jason, but whatever. Or get us on the mental health hotline, area code 775-387-0275. We would love to know. Did
0: have a couple of uh, honorable, honorable mentions honorable mentions here that like I really I really consider putting red state on there. That's a cult. That is a cult. Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah. That's a, it's like a Waco situation. And
0: uh, that's just a really good movie. When Kevin
1: Smith goes serious and just roots out the comedy, uh, he can do that. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Compare that to Tusk.
1: <laughs> compare what, what was <laughs> Or that, Yoga Hosers. What was that other shitty one he did with Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan? Oh, Cop... Uh... Cop cop-out was a cop-out or uh, something maybe. like that yeah it it was dumb as fuck <laughs> you know and it. i don't it's terrible
0: and sarah and i had both considered uh the village and i know you that you're mad at that for a particular reason um but aside from that I, but unfortunately we couldn't really consider it horror. so
1: that brings us to an interesting point is it a cult if they don't believe their own bullshit because the village, say what you will about it, mm-hmm. they knew the village elders or whatever they called themselves. They yeah. knew that they were full of shit. Sure, they had just created this belief system and shoved everybody into it.
0: Um, I think at that point it leans, it tilts over more towards uh, a political uh, ide- ideology. Sure, uh, they are keeping people there and trapped in a, you know, a portion of time for very specific um societal reasons okay so it's almost like more political and societal uh justification than anything i would say i
1: mean i guess you would still call that a cult i don't oh, know what yeah. else you would call no, it. no i would definitely they call had a compound it for christ's sakes
0: we just couldn't call it horror F- yeah even, even though the first time i watched it it, it was a little freaky
1: yeah um the what? What were they? The things in red, or whatever they yeah. were. The creatures. That's mm-hmm. yeah, kind of cool. Yeah. Till you find out, it's just a dude <laughs> just in a the costume, guy with a
0: silly fucking costume. jack off. <laughs> uh,
1: right on, inmates. Uh, other than that, I think it's time for some terradome action.
2: No tears, please. <laughs> it's a waste of good suffering. I'm not gonna hurt you. You didn't let me
3: finish my sentence. I said, I'm not gonna hurt you. I'm just gonna bash your brains in. I'm gonna bash them right the fuck in.
2: I'll kill you all. I'll
4: try to be crazy. I'll
2: kill you all. I'll, I'll dream come
3: true.
2: Six-year-old child with this blind, pale, emotional face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Welcome
3: to the Terradome.
1: Let's kick things off with last week's winners, shall we? In singles competition, out of the Asylum Conference, we had Willie the Weasel versus Rose. Now, just a reminder, inmates, uh, Willie the Weasel from Willie's Wonderland, Rose the antagonist, or I guess technically protagonist, from Rabbit, David Cronenberg's, or if you want to interpret it the other way, from the Saska sister's remake. Uh, let's see here. Tex McAdoo reopened the Wonderland the following morning. He wasn't surprised or disappointed by what he found. The attractive young lady dead at the floor. The animatronic representations of Willie and his cohort spattered in blood. With a vote of 13 to 1, Jason. Ooh! Willie advances over Rose. Uh... I figured that's how that would go. I mean, Rose is sexy. Uh, Marilyn Chambers, porn star, portrayed the original Rose. Uh, It's a weird vampire stinger thing that comes out of your armpit. And also makes you incredibly horny, apparently. (laughs) I don't know. Weird movie. Interesting uh, premise. Uh, Remake by the Sasuka twins. I'm going to say probably better unless you're some kind of a Cronenberg purist, which I know you're not.
0: There's seven of them out there.
1: (laughs) There's a good baker's dozen, at least, of the Cronenberg types. Uh, Let's get into this week's matchup, shall we? As usual, inmates, bear with me. I'm not much of a writer, and this one was pretty hard. Belasco House, October 7th. Paranormal Research Project 17A, Dr. Barrett's Research Group. Allison watched the monitors with bated breath. She could feel the presence long before any actual activity was recorded. It had attached itself to her and made its presence known the night before. Back home, Allison's boyfriend, Jonathan, was dealing with a different presence. He had aided the local police in the apprehension and subsequent execution of a notorious serial killer, Horace Pinker. Pinker's last words were to reveal that he was actually Jonathan's biological father and that he'd return from the grave for revenge. The monitors in front of Allison began to flicker. The image of an angry, haggard face appeared on one of them, and then a hand with a knife burst through another. Singles competition, we have Emmerich Belasco versus Horace Pinker, Jason Harrell. Do you have any idea who Emmerich Belasco is or what his deal is? No. (laughs) I didn't think so. So I'm going to put you down for Horace Pinker, unless you're going to correct me.
0: Uh, what's he from?
1: Legend of Hell House, Blasco House.
0: Oh, okay. Let's see. I didn't remember that being even in the uh, the lineup. Oh yeah. Oh, there he is. Okay.
1: I am going to take Emmerich Blasco. Um no real reason
0: right no real reason <laughs> well, at all but there you
1: uh go. he's he's dead and he haunts the belasco house and uh he can be a bit of a prick i mean horace pinker's a real prick though such a prick fucking asshole but i feel like he's kind of i feel like belasco would be smarter than pinker and uh, if pinker is brought into the belasco house right before dr barrett's machine goes off theoretically it would kill both of them but it's still i'm gonna i'm gonna take belasco um i don't need to justify myself to you sir no you don't and or anybody else for that matter and neither does anybody else uh get us your votes by next weekend mates again paddedroompodcast.com click the contact link or mail at paddedroompodcast.com or the mental health hotline area code 7753870275 and the new uh
0: the new vote will be up tomorrow
1: yeah, oh, uh, yeah, you can click the Terradome link and just vote online if you don't want to talk to us. Which, in that case, go fuck yourselves. <laughs>
0: Although it is very understandable. It
1: is, I get it. We're, we can be ab- abrasive, I We don't I think. want to
0: talk to each other either. <laughs> Not really.
1: <laughs> How about a little, uh, what are you looking at there, Jason? What are you looking at? So I have a love-hate relationship with Tubi. I love it because you can start a movie and it'll just roll right into the next movie. It'll it'll kind of cherry pick uh, the next movie based on the movie that you picked, right. which I kind of dig. And if you fall asleep or you have other things going on, you can leave and come back and there'll be something else playing and it'll be in the vein, at least, of something that you picked previously. So I picked a movie, which I have completely forgotten about, uh, woke up a couple hours later, and what I woke up to was Huldra, Lady of the Forest, from 2016. Some kind of Scandinavian deal, uh, spirit uh, that haunts the forest and periodically picks people to come be her forest servants, which then they open up like these weird, um, (laughs) camping resorts and they call other people in and then they get sacrificed to Holdra. Uh, a lot of sex, a lot of, uh, weird forest, um, spirits and entities and ethereal things and weird psychedelic dream sequences. Um, not the best thing I've ever seen, but it did.
2: Sounds gripping.
1: Not, I mean, there's a lot of boobs. Yeah. So we had that going for us and, um, it kept me awake for an hour and a half, so I finished it, and it's not that great. I watched that, and then I watched Quicksand from 2023. Uh, it's basically open water in the jungle. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Replace the sharks with one snake. And mud. and A, little, a lot of <laughs> mud. And I do have some problems with this because, uh, number one, I was under the impression, I don't know how Quicksand works, but... And since I was a kid when I was terrified of it, it kind of vanished from, like, the urban legend mythos. But I was under the impression that you fell into quicksand. The more you struggled, the further you sunk. Mm -hmm. And then eventually it just swallowed you up and you were done. Yeah. Uh, Apparently that's not the case. Because in this movie, the level of quicksand goes up and down. Like, as the movie goes on, it'll be up to their chins at one point and then down to their elbows. And then, like, down to their waist at another point and then back up to their chins. A little distracting, you know, um
0: that guy had an extensive knowledge of like he had a he gui- was a Wikipedia of of quicksand.
1: well, you got thirteen seconds of him looking at a guidebook in the cab. so <laughs> uh, he downloaded it, it. He downloaded the whole knowledge base <laughs> into his cerebrum. Um, that number one, number two, the 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 puddle of quicksand that they fell into was about two feet wide
0: yeah you could have just reached
1: across how do you not just back up an inch and then grab something yeah. I, whatever man I don't, I don't want to nitpick it it's basically open water at uh, in the jungle uh, with a happy ending. I can't really complain about it, but I'm never going to watch it again and we'll probably forget about it as soon as I'm done talking.
0: <laughs> so there's that. What do you got, Jason? Real quick, uh speaking of Tubi and the love-hate relationship with it. Yeah. I showed a guy at work today in the office um how to get around all the blocking that our our work puts in Oh, place. okay. And he I got him to connect to Tubi. Okay. And uh so he's kind of a virgin with horror movies and he's scrolling he's just over there scrolling through Mm -hmm. things and asking you know what maybe he should watch maybe he shouldn't and then i hear just out of the out of his little corner of the office he's like what the hell is (laughs) plank (laughs) face you're gonna start him off on plank face i didn't tell him to watch plank (laughs) face he just happened to see it there and it's just funny that like it just caught his eye and he's like what the hell is plank face? Sure, I'm like, well, there's a lot of running around naked. There is uh, naked. Uh, it's actually way better than I would have thought.
1: There's. Some I'm old like, but lady. I probably
0: would not start off with plank no, face. No,
1: let's ease you into plank face. So together. he
0: started off with terrifier, uh, the first.
1: Oh, time. that's even better.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's great. You
1: are going to HR tomorrow, my friend.
0: <laughs> uh, I've only got a chance to see one other thing, and that is uh, Insidious: The Red Door. What do you think? Uh, we really liked it. We we liked, really liked the continuation of the core family. Cool. Um, it was very light on the horror overall. Okay. But, uh, all, but the story just worked. Um, there was just a lot that really worked as far as the movie, as, as far as the movie went. And, uh, it, it wasn't necessarily the horror. It was just, it was the, the story really cool. And the characters really were compelling. And, uh, uh, we really enjoyed it.
1: Patrick Stewart directed,
0: right? Not, uh, not Jean Luc Picard. No. Uh, what's his name? Patrick, Patrick Wilson. Patrick Wilson. Yeah.
1: Too many fucking Patricks, man. There are. Uh. Yeah. Very cool, man. Yeah, he I'm did glad, good. Uh, and
0: and bringing back the the two original boys. Um. Yeah. Yeah. It really worked. Nice.
1: Very yeah, nice. It's pretty good. Uh, That's all I do. was a little disappointed by the the previous one. Was it the the lost keys or whatever?
0: Last key was four. Yeah, and before that was yeah the three with like the, the
1: smoking guy with the respirator. Yeah,
0: the res- respirator deal. Yeah,
1: I wasn't mad at that one.
0: I don't like two. Really? Don't, yeah, I just I don't like it. I like to it. a lot.
1: The Bride in Black?
0: I just revisited it. And I, yeah, it just doesn't do much for me. All
1: right. Well, whatever. You can be wrong. That's I fine. can. <laughs> All righty. How about some immersion therapy, Mr. Harrell?
0: Mm hmm.
3: Immersion Therapy
1: So, part of the fatherhood experience is watching your child grow up and having to appreciate that time as it's allotted to you. Now, that being said, if if anything happened to either one of my kids, it would devastate me, full on. 100%. 100%. I would not be the same person. I don't think anybody would, given that that circumstance. But given the opportunity to bring that kid back, I think I would probably have to pass. You know what I mean?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, and uh, take not into account my vast knowledge of horror films and how this is probably going to go.
0: <laughs> not very good.
1: But that being said, once somebody is gone, they're gone. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even if they do come back, they're not going to be the same person. I'm not going to be the same person that they left when they left mm-hmm. or when whatever happened. Uh, that being said, talking about from black, I get the desperation and the wanting to see your kid again. But, dude, when you're locking yourself in a mansion and doing black magic shit to do that, what what are we really talking about? Right. You know? Uh, this one had shades of pet cemetery well we didn't quite get to pet cemetery land. We didn't quite get to Wakewood land. Uh, the one that this really reminded me of is a dark song but with a much darker outcome. Um, did you get a chance to watch it? Yeah, what'd you think?
0: It's okay um, It's good parts were good yeah um, but unfortunately they were rare and infrequent. And like it took a long time to get to those good parts. Uh, I like the creature. Sure, um, had a good look about it. Uh, acting was fine. Um, it just the pacing was. It really seemed to drag on at times.
1: They kind of they kind of drug out the ritualistic aspects yeah. of it. Okay, we get it. You got to put a lot of there's a lot of man hours involved here with bringing back the dead kid. I understand that, but uh, the payoff, I. I Whenever somebody is bringing somebody back from the dead, you gotta know it's not gonna work out the way you think it is. No, it's not.
0: Never, never. Yeah, just watch a movie.
1: They watch Frankenstein. <laughs> How did that
0: work out? Not very good. What I didn't understand was that the whole thing started with the 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 guy, the older guy, telling the girl that, uh, "Hey, I know a way to you know bring your kid back. I I did it. It worked right. for me, but." It never seemed like his daughter actually came back. So as Did he, he have to close the ritual? Was he still waiting for...
1: Well, no. <clears throat> as he explained it, his daughter was now living as somebody else with another family somewhere else. Oh, okay. But he could go see her and watch her from afar, Wow, well, which okay. was somehow fulfilling to him. So that being... See, even still...
0: I got a little confused with it.
1: They They make a big thing out of it. Which they always do when it comes to this shit. Um, why would you want to passively participate in your kid? You know, if you're going to the trouble to bring them back from the dead, hey, I want I want his ass back in his room. Uh, he's going to school tomorrow, and yeah. we are going to resume where we left off. Right. I'm not going to watch him from uh, I don't know Boise, Idaho. Sure. Fuck that. I don't know, man. Um, regardless, I thought it was a good show uh, when they go into that weird nether realm or whatever it was. That was kind of weird uh it's fine it's basically a darker version of a dark song do you remember a dark song no that's that's the one it's basically the exact same thing but at the end she uh the ritual for her was contacting her guardian angel and instead of seeking some righteous revenge or bringing the kid back Mm -hmm. she asked for quote-unquote the power to forgive and then the angel gets her that, and she feels much better, I guess. I don't Sounds know. great. <laughs> I know. It's very <laughs> rosy. I don't know. it's not a bad show.
0: No, it's fine.
1: Your immersion therapy for this week is going to be Swallow. Hey, you keep your pants on, mister. <laughs> uh, hey, late.
0: No. From
1: 2019, starring Haley Bennett, Austin, and Austin Stowell, directed by Carlo Mirabella Davis. Uh, check this one out. Inmates streaming on Hulu. We will do the same and compare notes next week. But now, my friends, you must educate me.
3: Educating Miss Monica.
1: First, my clues from last week. Uh, I woke up in a box in the middle of nowhere, and uh, I popped out, and now people are shooting at me, and I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, Good thing there's a hot blonde here who knows how to survive. Doesn't talk much, but she's really killing uh, and doing a pretty good job of it, and crushing heads and uh, returning fire when she gets a firearm, and I guess we're in Eastern Europe somewhere, all this. I don't know. Uh, I am, of course, the hunt, Jason. Yeah which was a movie that I adamantly avoided until <laughs> you, did. you forced me to watch it. And now I own it on Blu-ray. It's actually a really good
0: show. It took so long for you to watch that.
1: Well, it came out right about uh, 2020 election time. Yes. And it had a very political mm-hmm. – It's I wouldn't say it's political leaning because if you actually sit down and watch it, it's kind of down the middle. But uh,
0: Well, it, I, I think even Trump had said uh, – Oh, they're coming out with movies where they're literally, you know, killing, killing conservatives yeah. and stuff. But, like, if you watch – I mean, the, that side wins. Yeah, at the end. Like, it, it actually pokes fun of both sides. But ultimately, the conservative side wins. Right. Like, if anything, he – I don't know, should have championed it.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I get it. But, like, the the reason I avoided it was because in all of its advertising, it was all this – it was very – Political leaning. The advertising Mm -hmm. was. The movie itself, not so much. Uh, Who might I be this week, you ask?
0: We do ask.
1: Well, there were originally nine of us. Now there's eight. Uh, We grew up in an orphanage together, and uh, some pretty nutty stuff happened at that orphanage. But now they're getting ready to tear it down, and the eight of us uh, have got to go back. And I think some of us are just looking for closure for the events of our traumatic childhood. And some of us actually have a mission to accomplish here. Regardless, none of us are getting out of this orphanage alive. So there's that. Who might I be, you ask? Tune in next week and I'll drop some knowledge on you, inmates. In the meantime, I think that's about going to do it for us this week. Uh, Join us next week for The Mutilator, closing out Beach Month here in the padded room. We do have a Patreon campaign running, if anybody gives a shit. Find the link to that, as well as anything else you need to know about us, the Terror Dome, Immersion Therapy, um, what kind of hairdo I might go with in the next (laughs) season. I don't know. I might shave it all off. I don't know what I'm doing. I might dye it. There's a lot of uh, options for me. Not so much for Jason.
0: Not too many. (laughs)
1: uh go to paddedroompodcast.com everything you need to know about us is there other than that I think that's about it for me anything you got anything buddy
0: it for me too
1: alrighty four beachfront property Cthulhu cults vaginal tentacles that can apparently go completely detach and go down somebody else's throat um vampires with armpit stingers and the animatronic animals that might Face them in some kind of opposition and the Padded Room podcast. I'm afraid
2: visiting hours are over. Bye.